On this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Kara with the She's the Owner podcast. We are on episode 79. Um, It's been a minute since I recorded a podcast. I've been super wrapped up in the Tony Robbins world um, for the last probably, I guess, three weeks now. So I crewed um, Unleash the Power Within. That was my second time crewing that event virtually. And then I just finished crewing Date with Destiny. So I want to chat. That's what I want to chat about. Um, I don't know. So if you're able to comment or, or um, reach out to me and just let me know whether it's through the, um, the video or through the podcast itself, let me know if you've gone to this event. This is my second time witnessing the event. The first time I did it, I was a participant. So this time I was crew. And so because crewing virtually is so different than crewing in person, um, as crew members, we are able to get, you know, sort of enjoy more of the content than we would in person. In person, you're running around and doing a whole bunch of things. So it was pretty cool. Um, So here was my first distinction was I often question myself whether or not I've done enough. Okay, so question myself if I've done enough work on, on me and, and, or have I done enough that I can see changes? Like, let's say since last year, because as you know, I do a lot of personal development work. I'm a a life and business coach. So I'm always trying to hone my skills and do things that are going to help my clients moving forward. But there's definitely times when I'm looking around and I'm thinking, did I really, have I really shifted? Have I really done anything? And the date with destiny, like doing it this time or or accruing it and watching it really, really showed me that I definitely have shifted. And that's encouraging for me because as somebody who wants to have such a huge impact on the world and somebody who, you know, I work hard to make sure that that happens. I often find myself like with that, that question, am I doing enough or how can I do more? Which leads me to what my primary question was before I did the work on it this time. So in 2019, when I went to, to date with destiny, the very kind of first thing we start working on is what's your primary question. So what's the question that you ask yourself all the time? And mine was, how can I save everybody? So obviously that's a tall freaking order and it's a, it's stupid. Like what, you know, uh, like there's so many reasons why that, that question did not serve me. I was always stressed out anytime, you know, anytime I would talk to somebody, whether it was friends or family, I would definitely go into coaching mode because I'm trying to save everybody. And that's just sort of what my mind would end up going toward. So I left that event with the um, question of how can I show people what real freedom looks like? Super different question. And it's really served me this year because anytime I'd start to think, how can I save that person? I would immediately start to think, no, I'm not here to save them, first of all. Second of all, that exhausts me. And what if they don't want to hear from me, blah, blah, blah. So what can I do instead? Well, I can show them what real freedom looks like. And freedom to me is managing my own schedule, being able to go do whatever I want, whenever I want, you know, all these different things. So that's that's what I focused on last year. So coming into this date with Destiny, I was like, do I have a different question? 
you know, is there something else that might not be serving me? Blah, blah, blah. And there was. So my new primary question coming into it this time was, how can I do more? How can I be a better mom? How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better or do more as a friend, do more as a mom, do more as a business owner, do more as blah, blah, blah. And what that robbed me of was appreciating what I actually had already done. How can I contribute more? You know, I'm in the growth, like um, in terms of business, I'm in a growth mode, right? So I'm not, I don't have tons of money to give away yet, and so I'm always thinking, oh, what can I do more? Da, 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 da. And so that question has been very stressful for me, obviously. And so now my question is, how can I appreciate and love even more all the ways I contribute and do right now? And I'm looking down, if you're watching the video, you'll, or if you're on the podcast, you won't see this, but in the video, you'll see it. So as crew, we were allowed to do this exercise with everybody else and print out these posters. I did at the live event, you do it in on a real poster and you they bring markers around. It's really, really fun to do it in person as well. But my new question is, how can I appreciate and love even more the ways I contribute and do right now? And that's a way more empowering question. Why is that more empowering? Well, because I'm not sitting here beating myself up constantly about what I'm not doing, how I'm not fulfilling my destiny. I'm, you know, I'm not sitting here beating myself up. That's the biggest clue. And I already do a ton of things. I already contribute. I do free coaching for people. Sometimes I have a free Facebook group and I contribute to that. Like there's lots of ways that I'm doing things, doing more. And one of the other parts that we do is, is building your values, your towards. So you've got two sets of values and this is like pretty advanced in terms of if you've never done a Tony Robbins event, it's might not, it won't make as much sense to you. The process is it takes a couple of days to kind of get refine it and get to it. Um, and certainly if you've only done unleash the power within, which is his sort of um, like the signature event, then you're definitely not going to get into the value structure. You will get into your belief structure, which is equally important. I always say UPW is sort of like the, the kindergarten and date with destiny is university. So at UPW, you really discover what you're doing. That's fucked up. And date with destiny, you discover why you're doing what's fucked up. So it's really good to know what you're doing, but you also want to know why you're doing it. And so that's what I feel that date with destiny is, is so powerful. at. So the values structure, my last value, like, I don't even know what my, so you start with your, what you think your list of values are. And mine was like, so here's, here's an example of why, why my life was, kind of upside down at this, at this point, my, I had a freedom value and I had a companionship value. So what we end up doing is you give the rules for why, how, you know, what is the rule in order for me to feel freedom? What is the rule in order for me to feel companionship? So my first pass at it, it was in order for me to, and I chuckle about it because it's so insane, but freedom was my number one companionship was my number two. That was my hierarchy. So freedom, what do I, what is the rule in order for me to feel freedom? Well, I have to be single. Okay. Move down the list. Companionship. What is the rule in order for you to feel companionship? I have to be married. So if you're paying attention, that's a massive exact opposite contradiction. There's no way both of those things can happen. So no wonder I was feeling so much conflict in my mind. So I worked through them. I created a new list. Freedom was still on the list. 
um, for my final pass at it. And the ways I would feel freedom moving forward from last year were, you know, being an entrepreneur, I feel an immense amount of freedom getting my nails and my hair done. I can go get that done whenever I want. And here's the, here's the trick of that. Like once upon a time, getting my hair done, like, you know, spending a hundred or $200 on my hair was a huge stretch. Once upon a time, getting my nails, I would have to budget that for a few weeks before I would have the money to go spend the $50 on my nails. Now I can do whatever I want. I can go whenever I feel like it. So it may seem like a small thing, but to me, it's like a beautiful, um, it's just a nice, nice for me to look back and appreciate that financially, do I want to do more? Absolutely. But I'm very lucky. I'm able to do kind of whatever I want within reason. And I want that within reason to be even higher. And that's the purpose of the next year for me. But I'm lucky. Like those are ways that I feel free because I remember a time when I couldn't do those type of things. If I want to go and spend a few hundred dollars on something, I don't have to wait. I can do it. And that's beautiful to me. And that that's freedom. But I still had freedom on the list. And so um, companionship was another one. So companionship for me was like, you know, if I was in a, a marriage, well, my marriage wasn't was over at that point. And so how am I going to feel companionship if I'm not married or in a relationship? Well, I'm not going to. So I renegotiated and the rules were things like, if I spend time in nature, I will feel companionship. If I spend time with my friends, I'll feel companionship. If I spend time with my pets or my children. So there was different. So you basically rebuild how you're going to feel what you're supposed to, you know, what you want to feel in order to have this extraordinary life. So now I'll go through this quickly, my toward value. So the, the values that I'm trying to achieve, the ones that I'm going toward are contribution is number one for me now. This last year has really shown me how deeply important it is for me to contribute. I've always wanted to contribute. I have a mission to send women to UPW, although that's going to shift in the next year. There's going to be some changes there, but contribution is so huge for me. It's so important for me. Um, One of my goals, I'll I'll share it with you in a second, but um, it's all around contribution. So now if I'm going to Tony Robbins events, or, or crewing Tony Robbins events. So these are my rules now. Or coaching people for free at times. Or spending time with friends and family. Just being present. Those are ways that I can contribute. Growth was my second one. So going to personal development events. Or learning at home. Or growing my business. Or trying new things that scare me. So now I have new rules as to why or how I'm going to feel the value of growth. And they're not restricted and they don't necessarily rely on other people. Um, companionship, spending time with my family or time with my pets or spending time with a good book. Passion, dancing or dates with a lover or growing she's the owner. Adventure. So this is a big one. This was a big aha moment. Like I always talk about adventure, but I never, I'm not intentional about it. And it's a, it's a really important value to me. And now I'm just intentionally thinking about it. And I'm, I mean, I'm going to find ways to really um, fulfill that. So uh, driving around my town, it sounds hilarious. My daughter and I, when we were talking about it earlier, we laughed, it sounds so silly, but it's true. It's one way that I can feel a sense of adventure. Um, Writing a story. I used to write for fun. Um, Some of you know, I have a content writing company. And so I don't do any of the writing. I do all the content creation for She's the Owner, but I don't do any for the, uh, for my actual content writing company. But I'm, good at it. And I like it. And I haven't written a, a, you know, creative story in a very long time. So that's one way that I can feel passion or sorry, adventure, um, or reading a book or traveling, right? Traveling is 
definitely on the top of that list, but let's be realistic. That's not an option right now. Um, but that's still in there, but there's still other ways that I can achieve the feeling and, and value of adventure. And then finally love. So looking at my children or loving humanity, there's so many beautiful things that happen in this world and I'm just lucky to see it, but I need to be intentional about it or meditation. I feel much deep love when I meditate um, because typically when I do my meditation, I'm sending, you know, when I'm done and I'm wrapping it up and I'm feeling my, I'm kind of going into gratitude. I will definitely think about all the beautiful things and um, just feel a deep sense of love. So then there's the away values um, and the away values are the, the things that you will do everything in your power to avoid feeling. So for me, it's not belonging. So that's a huge value of mine that I work really hard to avoid. Abandonment and failure. So now for me, those three things, I w- the, rules, I, you know, the rules around them were crazy. Like if I, in order for me to feel like I didn't belong, I would have to not be included in family things. If my friends didn't include me, because I don't have a friend, my own friend group, I'm a satellite friend. And I've always been that way since high school. Like I wouldn't have necessarily my own clique, but I would be part of everyone else's because I like to move around and I like to be a part of everybody's. Like I was never, you know, I was never snobby in any way. I just wanted to be buddies with every group. There was the jocks, there was like, you know, the goth people, there was like alternative people and all that. And I never, like, I didn't give a shit. I just liked everybody. So I was like the satellite friend, but over time, that's created a thing where I don't have my own core group. I'm part of um, many, many groups. But that would make me feel like I didn't belong somewhere. And truth be told, when I was younger and my parents were still alive and there was, you know, all the, we, I talk about the alcoholism, et cetera, I didn't, never felt like I belonged in, in there, in that family, because I always looked at the situation like, I know this is wrong and what's happening here isn't doesn't gel with me. And so because I had, I was opinionated about it, I was kind of pushed out of the family in terms of like, I just didn't feel like I belonged. A lot of that's probably my projection and my shit, but that's how I felt. So now if, so you kind of have to word it, it's a bit tricky, but only if I were to consistently focus on the illusion that I'm not supported and that I don't have several group friends that love me and that I'm a part of, well, I feel the value of not belonging abandonment so so you say it's only if I were to consistently focus on the x y and z that's when I would experience this feeling so for abandonment only if I were to consistently focus on the illusion that I'm not truly connected to God and spirit at all times and cannot be abandoned will I experience abandonment and then failure so failure I mean when I look at my bank account feel feel like a failure when I don't do things I say I'm going to follow through with I feel like a failure when I look at myself naked in the mirror I feel failure. Like, let that sink in, ladies. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say. How goddess-like is that? It's not. And I always say I'm not perfect, and I'm always working through this shit with you guys as much as you're doing it yourselves and, and with us, with me in the group. But these are this is real. I'm not ever going to be full of shit. I'm always going to say it the way it is. And that was one way that I looked at failure. So now it's if I were only if only if I were to consistently focus on the illusion that I'm not doing enough, will I feel like a failure? I'm taking my health very I've always taken my health seriously, but I'm taking it extra seriously. I've done that hormone testing, so things are working out there. So what am I why am I looking in the mirror like that? Why am I feeling a, like a failure when I look in the mirror? It's ridiculous. So now if I focus on that 
negative side of it, I'm going to continue to feel that value. But now I have a new version. I have a new story. So you focus on that. Um, then we, we do our power virtues, our top four one-year goals, and then your relationship vision. And lastly, your mission statement. Um, and that mission statement, if you're watching, if you're not on the um, video and you're watching this on the podcast, I would encourage you to go watch the video of this as well, but you can see it on the top here. So my mission's my mission. And so you start with your name. So I, Kara, see, hear, feel, and know that my mission in life is to lead by example and change the world. And I say that with such deep conviction, no one could question whether or not that was really my mission because it, it is. Um, so our power virtues are, you know, exactly that. So my power virtues are, I am free. I am a goddess. I am powerful and I'm playful. Um, and that was really fun. And part of the exercise is you have to holler that with every piece of an ounce of you until the rest of your team believes you. And some people went for a couple of hours, even at my date with Destiny. I knew I didn't want to have to redo this. Like we had to talk, say our values out loud, say our away values out loud, do all this, all this stuff, work with a, a group of five people out loud. And I knew I didn't want to do that. So I made sure I did it with every fucking thing I had so that my team gave me a hell yes the first time. Cause if you get a hell yes, you move on to the next person. So my top four one-year goals, join platinum partners. If you're part of the Tony community, you know what this means. If you're not, it's basically just um, a membership, a membership typical of a mastermind. Plus you get to go to all the events for the year and all these other perks, but that's a huge top goal for me. And that's going to happen for sure grow my company to six figures, um, move into a house that I love. That's a huge one. And the one that I'm most, not maybe the most excited about, but I'm really excited about is pay off my BMW and gift it to somebody. That feels like such a beautiful thing to do. And I mean, when I say gifted, I'm talking a single mom who will, would normally not be able to get approved for a car and just give it to her. Uh, that was me. I had the hardest time getting a vehicle when I was a single mom and I was young and it fucked my head up so severely and it's just a car. So that's one of my goals. And lastly, my relationship vision. My ideal relationship is one with absolute adventure and passion. We are both plats and we work in alignment with our missions to help the world on a deep level. I worship his king and he worships my queen. We are playful and growth-minded. And that's it. So... That, you know, I, I will dig into a couple other things um, on another episode. I don't want to keep this one going too long. But um, yeah, Date with Destiny it was amazing. And I would love, if you have questions, reach out to me. I'm going to do a blog post on this as 